Welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast. I am proud to be Wham James, and I am joined today for the December interviews by Kyle. Kyle, welcome back to the show. Kyle, Kyle, that's me. Kyle, Kyle, welcome to the December interviews. Yeah, didn't didn't know we'd make it. Wasn't sure there. Looks, it, well, it looks like we've made it. Um, <laughs> I would like to get right into it. Yeah. Let's set aside for a moment whether or not you finished NaNoWriMo. Okay. How was the process of self-imposed forced month-long writing? Um, I will say it's because it, all writing is really self-imposed after, you know, education tears when you really think about it. That's true. But what really helped about this month was the self-imposed peer-reviewed process of <laughs> of the good science that is nano. Um, so it was, um, like all good science at times, I felt double-blind by the amount of times I was staring at my screen. So, um, yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was a lot, and I'm glad I did it, and I will do it again months away in the future when I've forgotten <laughs> how much I didn't do good sometimes. <laughs> sort of speaking to that point, what would you say was the hardest part of the month? Whether it was like a writer's block thing or like a process thing, what would you say was the most difficult part? The most difficult part is recovering. I think, um, and I mentioned this on uh, the last like group recording that we did together with Morgan and, and Tracy, but it is so difficult when you miss a day or you don't put as much effort into a day and that 1600 uh, word count, daily word count becomes 3200. And that's a big jump just mentally. And so it's really a mental game. And some of us got over that mental game and others did not. And I'm so impressed by the people that did get over it. Um, <laughs> like Pod Boss Colin, who at one point he said he knocked out like, I want to say 10,000 words in like a 24 hour period, which is crazy. <laughs> Um, and he did it and I'm in awe of his power. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I think that, I mean, it's, it, you're like you said, it's just, a, it's, it's a mental game. I really liked, uh, when you were talking to Rihanna and you were talking about like, we're the only ones for whom we have to make excuses. I feel like there's, there's definitely like a mental game that you have to play against yourself, which is sort of hard because it's like, you know, all your tricks. Oh yeah, <laughs> so it's it's really hard to 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 beat yourself, but um, and 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 you really have to play that, especially towards the end of the month. Like the first weekend of November, I babysat my nephews one night, and after I got them to bed, and I'm not a child owner, I don't own any children myself, but it, uh, you have a shocked face. Is that the wrong terminology? <laughs> you own children, so you understand. Um, you know the right terminology. But I was I was babysitting these young children, and when I finally got two of them to bed and put the other in front of Netflix, I sat down and wrote, and I was so motivated because it was the first weekend of NaNoWriMo. Right. When it came time to, like, when I was less busy, but ultimately like had stuff I needed to get done. I did not have that, that, uh, strength to push myself to get that word count done later in the month. Do you think that if you had taken off a month, like let's say you won a million dollars. Holy cow. And while you were on the run from the lamb, <laughs> wait a minute, I mixed my metaphors. Yeah. Um, I bought a lamb with my. I bought a lamb with my one million dollars. Right, that Matt Damon movie. We bought a lamb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> would you? Do you think that you would have been 
more likely or less likely if you had if you like didn't have any other responsibilities if it was like you were at a cabin it was just right or or you know walk in nature i guess yeah like, do you think that the procrastination would have been was it the rest of your life that 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 got in your way or was it literally like sitting down to do it that that's honestly very difficult because at least um for me when I wrote the most, it was during the week when I had a a, a set schedule. Um, like I went to work and I came back and I mostly, most of the time I wrote was actually before I went to bed. A lot of people write on couches. I think Morgan talked about how she like is only really productive at a desk. The best that I ever wrote was when I was at like laying on my bed and writing on my laptop. Oh, interesting. It's just the, the best time for me to get stuff done, I guess. Okay. When I wrote the least was on weekends and it was because I was doing other stuff. So honestly, I imagine that if I did not have a structure to kind of cling to, I think I would probably do worse. So so having so much free time, I don't think is the problem. I think it was more a consistency issue. So uh, like one of my first big issues or breaks in my writing habit came in like the first week and a half of Nano when I was dog sitting over my parents yeah. and I was suddenly out of my usual element. And so that broke, broke the habit and maybe uh, loosen up a little bit. And I wrote a little bit at a coffee shop, but that was not the same. Consistency and structure actually helps more than uh, just having all this free time where it's like, I'm going to write because honestly, the last two days of nano, I've probably written the least whenever I had, I was off of work on black Friday. I was off of work this weekend um, or a Saturday and I honestly, I didn't, I wasn't motivated anymore, but that's like a separate, that's a separate issue of motivation <laughs> of, <laughs> I was 25,000 words behind and miss, and, and you haven't asked yet about Nano, but I missed one day of writing on Thanksgiving and that broke me, um, not oh, having written a day. Yeah. It really broke me until that point. I was just like, oh, at least I'm going to write a little bit every day and that charged me up. And that was the first day I didn't write anything all month. And then it really broke me downhill. So... Well, let's shift wildly in the opposite direction. What was the best, like the, the the streak you felt or a breakthrough you had or like a memorable good thing? Well, I, I can think of two right now. The, one of the first ones being later in the month when I really needed words. And I think we had discussed, I had a whole bunch of background that I'd written for this book, thousands of words that I didn't feel like I could copy and paste. But at one point later on, like the last week of November, I just found a spot where I'm like, hey, here's a great place for an exposition dump. And I literally (laughs) I got to rewrite everything that I had already written. And that was amazing for words. I I got to write a ton of words and it was really nice and it felt good. So that was nice. I got to put it in a conversation format so I didn't feel like I was copy and pasting, which I was desperately (laughs) trying not to do. Because like I could have made my word count very easy if I could count words I had written in other months. But they're real strict about that. And that's upsetting. If you hit copy and paste anywhere on any computer, the nano police, they find you. Yeah. Yeah. The net nano narcs. The nano narcs. That's very good. But um, <laughs> yeah, the other time I felt really good was actually whenever you helped me kill my main character's mother. <laughs> that's, that's the other time I felt really good uh, about what I was doing and what I was writing. Honestly, actually, though, that was really hard because I've written majority of the beginning of my, my story before Nano, about 30,000 words worth. But I had skipped 
the initial trauma that is like very <laughs> crucial to the hero's journey of, you know, this is a big moment. Your parents are dead. You're about to enter into a new world type of thing. <laughs> and um, and I just skipped over it because I just wasn't ready to write it. And I couldn't I just didn't feel comfortable writing it yet. And I finally went back and filled in that gap. And filling in that gap was amazing because not having that was stressful. And then also working out and talking with you and all the other writers about, hey, how do I kill these people? And it was very good. And you helped a lot put into what my brain was into words. And that was very, very helpful. And I loved it. Oh, well, you're you're welcome. The people don't normally thank me when I kill people that, that uh, never mind, forget it. Um, let's move on. It's This is sort of a multi, this is like an option, pick an option or or whatever. So it's kind of a complicated question. Yeah. What advice do you have for either past Kyle, for whom it's already too late, yeah. or potential future James, maybe, or other people attempting NaNoWriMo in 2020? Yes. Um, well, I'll start with potential future James and other people. Do it, James. And that's, <laughs> and that's what I would say to everyone. I would tell, tell them, do it, James. Okay. Um, mostly because I think, and, and you're a prime example of this, that I love the hearing these stories that other people have in their brains and you have a fantastic brain. I'm a big fan of, of it. It's a good brain. Yeah. It's a great interview. Exactly. Um, (laughs) you know, whenever like Diane Sawyer is doing an interview and everybody's just like, I love you, Diane. She's a journalist, (laughs) right? I hope. Um, okay. She's like, shut the fuck up and answer my question. I've never seen, I don't know who Diane Sawyer is. I think, I hope she's a journalist. If not, think of who's the old barber lady. Anyway. Um, Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon. That's it. That's it. You got Commissioner it. Gordon's daughter. You got it in one. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I would say I would say do it because I love uh, the story. Aaron and I said in our in our little pairing that uh, nobody else is going to write it, and that sucks. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you want to hear, you want to see the story in that's in your brain come to life, and the only way other people are going to get to see it is if they Inception go in there and steal it from you, or if you write it and. The Inception and Christopher Nolan have refused my calls, which is very upsetting. So It's just rude at this point. Yeah, I'm like, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, hit me up, man. Come on, get in there. Get in this brain. It's going to be dark. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's a dark place. Just don't worry about it. you got to <laughs> dig deep. Go deeper. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I love you, though. Shout out to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get enough credit. Um, yeah. So that's Barbara the, Gordon-Levitt. Barbara Gordon-Levitt. The, uh, so that is the what I would tell future people. What I would tell past Kyle is don't, don't do that. And by don't do that, I mean, like, keep doing the writing. Don't fall behind. Right. Because it does stack up and it's impossible. Um, and uh, Morgan and Tracy and I talked about this last week about how quickly it stacks up and you the best way to get ahead of it is to literally tread water because that's all you're doing you're not getting ahead you're not getting ahead of, people who get ahead in nano are superhumans and i don't i don't trust them because it's not natural mm-hmm. nano is about treading water and that's <laughs> treading water while people are pouring water on top of you <laughs> that under a waterfall because you asked them to because you asked them to and they're like do you want me to stop and you're like no kill me drown me <laughs> more um, weight more, more. Yeah, so that's what I would say is pretend like it's the last day of Nano. Pretend like day one's goal is 1,667 words or you fail. And then day two's goal is, you know, two times that <laughs> because math. <laughs> and then, right, then right. day three's goal. Like otherwise, <laughs> and, if, and if you don't meet that goal, then you fail. Because that's the only way that's going to push you to staying up and writing such a small amount of words. I 
if I only had 1,667 words left in my project, I would knock it out so quickly. Right. Because that's nothing to me now. Words are just so easy to do, but 50,000 of them is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. So let's get into the, the real, the realness. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't finish. I didn't. I don't know if that came across yet. There was a show I used to watch where the first season, they're like, so you didn't win. How does that feel? And everyone was like, it sucks. What (laughs) on earth would you like me to? Is that like when Pat Sajak goes to the other contestants that didn't win the Wheel of Fortune? It's just like, hey, but you still did a good job spelling all those words, huh? It's Bumblebee, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) James, I would like to suggest, though, that you are Pat Sajak to this. Sajak? Sanjak? I don't know how how to say his name. You're You're my Pat. Well, thanks. Well, you are appealing to my vanity. Oh, because of the lady. I know, right? All right. So, um, did you feel... All right. So, it, it clearly sucks to set a goal and not make that goal. Yes. Did you feel... Okay. I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound like a joke question, but I mean it in like a kind of serious way. Okay. Did you feel like it made the whole thing like not worth it? Well, no. Here's the thing. So I wrote 26,376 words in November. Okay. That's a lot of words. Yes. And I'm proud of that. I do wish that Nano would let me keep those words. But as you know, the rules are if you don't get 50,000, all of that gets deleted. And that's those are the rules. So in that regard, it is a waste because I have to delete <laughs> half of my work now. Spend the rest of the year scrambling to try and put pieces together of what you may have written. I'm like frantically calling you, James, how did you kill her? Tell me, how did you kill her? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, and um, so that's a real shame. But in actuality, the I am immensely proud of that number. Yeah. The most I had written before that was in July when I wrote 7,200 words in a month, which is nothing. That's crazy to me. Um, in August, I wrote 6,600 words. In September, I wrote 5,700 words. In October, I only wrote 840 words because I was like, well, I got to save them all for Nana. What an idiot I was. <laughs> How dumb. How dumb I was. Um, so that is a ridiculous number, and I'm immensely proud of, of that. So I do not think it has been a waste. I put such a dent in this project, which is insane. So my current overall word count is 5,500 words. Um and I am, so I'm still 55,000 words, 55,000 words. Cause I started with like uh, 30,000 just around there. So, um, I am immensely proud of that number and I am, uh, almost two thirds. No, I am two thirds. I don't know how math works. I'm a fraction away from, from completing, uh, the, the, my words, which I'm really, really proud of and proud of. I am two thirds of the way through. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, absolutely. So that I, that I'm really happy with that. And, and it's not a waste. Good, good. I'm, I'm, I think that's the I think that's the correct attitude to have. Yeah. Where do you go from here? Yeah, I got I got to finish the dang thing. Mm-hmm. I got I got to I got to finish the dang thing. So I uh, that that's a a big a big what's next? That's the big target is to finish it. I would ideally like to finish it in another month because I now know that I can physically write twenty six hundred words in a month. Thousand. Yes. 20, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Can I, though? Can I do it again? We'll see. Yes. Yeah, so that is that is a big step uh, right now. And, and kind of going back to your early point of what I was just thinking, too, was as far as it being a waste, I think and I'm not I, and I'm not sure, like, exactly how well this this uh, translates. But I think that if I had met 
my goal, being as behind as I was on the last few days, and I cranked out another 25,000 words, it would have been absolute shit. Right. And okay. I almost feel like, and this may be my brain's survival mode, just telling me this is how you'll survive. <laughs> because I think it honestly would have been more of a waste because of I would have literally been cranking out the worst words. You know, words like spoon, words like book. Words with double O's in them that it's just like, ooh, look at me. Exactly. So I just use one O. That's cheating. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I do Spawn. think. <laughs> Lock. Bach. Uh So, yeah, I, I think that it honestly would have been. And that was an issue with me, honestly, making word count is because a lot of times I'd be like, I know I could vamp here for a while, but I also don't need to. And even as I was writing, I would reposition things and make them worse writing but more words um just like that sentence that i just said and so Mm -hmm. um just knowing because i wanted to hit that word count because that's what mattered during nano now i'm actually like i can take a bit more time and and not not too much time i do want to finish this thing before the end of the year okay um so that would be that would be a good thing because i really want to get this first draft done in 2019 and and then 2020 clear vision revising that's my my tagging tagline my slagging I can't talk. <laughs> I just tried to combine the words tagline and slogan, and that's what happened to my brain just now. I like slagging, though. That's <laughs> Slagging's fun. pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'm really happy with it. <laughs> All right. Well, Kyle, is there anything that you wanted to talk about your experience during NaNoWriMo? This was your first one, right? My first one. And that was really important to me that I fail because then I can't do anymore. Right, they do not let you do it uh, again. They don't. And none of these, none of these count for Aaron. She can't publish any of these since she's already won it before, and that's the rule. <laughs> Nanorimo has a one in it. <laughs> it's like nope, well, nope. There's no e. Never mind. I was about to say Never it mind. was like Got watching it. a supercomputer <laughs> calculate. That was amazing. That was like watching the the computer that the first computer that was made to crack the Enigma code, and all the little gears are turning and yeah. they're doing different letters, and it's like nope, not that one. Nope, not that one. And then all of a sudden it stops. You are Alan Turing, and I'm very happy to meet you. Th- thank you. I thank uh, thank you. Yes, I think that you meant that in a nice way. Yeah, he's a war hero. Yes. But one that didn't murder anybody. Although he kind, he kind of did by uh, omission. But that's that's a complicated past. What I really want to get into here is does World the, War II. <laughs> Code breaking in World War II, does the prevention of the loss of lives, does that yeah. offset the <laughs> NaNoWriMo colon war? Yes. Um, yeah. Sometimes it feels like maybe if I just prevented... If I prevented more word death, will I have saved others? You know, and does that count? But I sentence other words to die. It's real complicated. And Oh, I like that you used sentence there. That was good. Well, I leave that kind of discussion to good good philosophical shows like The Good Place, really. And I leave that for their, because that's their corner of, of the industry. So, And they are very litigious. <laughs> um, so is there, is there anything else you want to talk about with your experience that I haven't asked you about already? Um, I don't think so. I, I do think having, um, the, probably the biggest asset that I have found through NaNoWriMo is I probably would have written like 5,000 words in this month. (laughs) Um, if it weren't for talking with people and having a group and, 
and supporting each other. So even if uh, if it's not on a podcast, like even our little Facebook group, getting to talk to people and, and even sharing stuff, which I was loath to do a few times that I did, because I know this is not my top-notch writing. This is my getting words in writing. Right. But, um, but when you're with like-minded people, they understand that. People who are also going through Nano, they're like, oh, I know this is a first draft and that's fine. But one of my favorite moments was after I shared something in our Facebook group of Nano writers and Liz, a uh, Missourian, um, she yep. commented- Liz AF. Yes. Uh, so she she commented on there because one of my little anecdotes was one of my characters getting uh, car sick as they were driving through the hills. And she was like, oh, my gosh, that's so good because I also get car sick driving through southern Missouri. And I was like, holy cow, I love that. That gave me so much joy. <laughs> Just hearing that one little thing that like, oh, somebody related to what you were writing. That's awesome. And th- that was a, like a 15 word sentence. And I want to do that thousands of times. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, so that was very exciting. And I, I highly suggest not doing nano alone, doing nano with people. Um, if it's at write-ins or if it's just checking in with other people or if it's sprints, which I'm sure I think you've already talked with Tracy. I'm sure she talked about sprints. So we've tried to to uh, coin doing something in the future of maybe like focus time or what I suggested, writer's lock. Ooh! So you just locked in for a specific time period of time because I always lost sprints, and you know I didn't say it to Morgan and Tracy at their face when I was talking to them, but I can share it with you. I felt real bad when I lost every sprint because I'm a real slow <laughs> rider, and it was just like gym class in fifth grade again, and I was just real sad because I lost every sprint. But I was also very hyped up every time I shared my number, and even though it was like the lowest consistently, all of y'all being like, "Hell yeah, Kyle, you rock! Yeah, I love you!" Woo. <laughs> Those were probably the best words. And I'm like, oh, thank you. That makes me feel good. What about this? nano <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, I, I lost sight of, the, of what the point of it was. Sorry. Um, of the, of the uh, portmanteau? Yeah. Yes. Or the pun? Writer's lock was meant to be like... A- Writer's lock is really good. And that means I want to beat it? Yeah, I know. And that's what I thought. Because initially in my head, the way I came up with it is I have to beat James at this before he even knows that he's racing. Um, that's good. Because I can't think of anything other than writer's lock. So you've you've won. You've locked me up. Well, if, there's, if I've won nothing this month, <laughs> then this is the only medal I need. It's nano, print me out. Can you print me out a certificate just, that just says that? I beat James once. I'll do it again next year. Awesome. I cannot beat you at puns 12 times a year. It's not, a, it's not something I'm ready or my body is ready for. <laughs> I, th- I disagree with that. I think you could beat me with your hand time behind your waist. <laughs> in, in a courtship, recording in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, on, on one knee, yep. presenting me with a pun ring. Oh, that's fun. A ping. Hmm. Oh. See, and I've already lost that one, and you haven't even started. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I loved about Nano, and that's what I love about you. That's what I love about this group and all the writers in the world. Well, you are awesome. Are you, You're going to do it next year. I'm going to do it next year. I'm going to keep writing this story, and next year, I don't know what I'll write. I Actually, I do probably do know what I write, because it came out of a short story from October that I had written. And I wanted to work on it during November or like start developing it, but I refused to. It was kind of like I refused to go see a lot of movies and I refused to binge watch a lot of shows because of Nano. So I was like, this time is better spent doing something else like writing. Now I have binge watched the new season of The Crown. So, you know, I'm on my royalty kick. And so I'm really excited. 
to get back to culture and life. But I think that's probably what I'm going to write next year. I'm excited about it. Excellent. Awesome. You are, you are the best. Where can people find you on the internet? The internet. Right now I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Kyle the Turner. And that's pretty much it right now. I don't have a, another active show um, other than this guy right now. So I'm, I'm loath to let her slip through my fingers until next year. But we never know what might happen because, you know, the moon juice always comes back to you. That's correct. Then, and with that, we will bid Kyle adieu. Not forever. Not forever. For a while until... We talk to Kyle. Yeah. Again. Okay. Kyle and Kyle rhyme. All right. <laughs> so I will. <laughs> Thank you, James. You're the best. Thank you for doing this for uh, for us. You're awesome and great. Thank you for being great and bye. Okay, bye. Wham Juice is a proud member of the Scavengers Network. All of the authors on this show are part of other projects on the Scavengers Network, with the exception of Kyle, but he's new here and uh, we haven't finished the hazing process yet. If you want to go find out about all the other shows on the network, go to scavengersnetwork.com and just take it all in. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.